At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It is. God, blowing it damn. out. Yeah, we got we to gotta figure out the headphone volume. It is February 4th, 2019. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. Is that better? Sure. No, I don't know. Better yeah. for you guys? Better? Yeah. 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 Better? Sorry, guys. It gets distorted sometimes. I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley. It's good to be back with you guys. Thank you for joining us. If you guys are watching on YouTube, thanks for finding the new link. If you guys are listening to us on iTunes, make sure that you leave a rating and or review. We will read it live on the show. We are joined live in studio by our buddies Larry Luke and Chris Iron Tooth Newton. How are you guys? Thank you for coming over. Very good, yeah. Nice to be here. The newest uh, members of the Home Before Dark family, if you guys did not know, the number one um, Greater Atlanta Metro Area Billiards podcast. Apparently so. The hottest, the freshest, largest growing, yeah. fastest it's growing. Be lit, man. We, we're trying to get in the niche niche markets. So are we talking, is it snooker? Is it eight ball, nine ball? What are we talking? Are we, well, across we, the we board? Everything, yeah. We're, we're, yeah. All, in, we're in all balls. Uh, yeah. Just balls and holes. Balls yeah. in. Balls in. Balls in. It looks like some of you guys have made your way over to the trap. Thank you guys for uh, for bearing with us. YouTube likes to uh, screw people over. Yeah, I don't know why it it changed the camera for. And then no it doesn't give, it doesn't give you the controls to change it back. So thank you guys for your patience. Here we go. Hashtag on brand from Andy Watkins. Tony Knights will smash that like, Brian. That is correct. That is correct. It feels good. It feels so good it to be a back. New link, or do we need to? Uh, I'll handle all that. Don't worry about that. Well, we, we've got. He's got to tweet it out. Go to the retweets. Look, guys, end. I'm trying to juggle things back here. I got <laughs> phone numbers and links. I got to figure out now. I had it all. I was lined up, and then it just got sabotaged. Yeah. The internet is a weird place. Good old it Google, is. man. Yeah. Good it old is. Google. They own everything, so you can't complain. You're so ingrained in everything. So it's they give it to you for free. So you feel really ungrateful for for complaining about it, or. It's and they true. Steal yeah. all your information after that. Yeah, everybody has it anyway. That's the price you pay. <laughs> yeah, all your information makes me think of that. I don't know if you guys read comic books, but the um, Private Eye, that comic book, yeah, where, yeah. yeah, where the cloud just bursts and everybody's information goes everywhere, so everybody wears masks. It's, it's coming. It's, it's coming. Like an episode of Black Mirror. Oh yeah. Up. Yeah. Anyway, Monday night, we're back to it. You're just gonna have to keep it's been a while. it because I've got, I've got a. What are you doing? I'm trying to get the new link up on Twitter for people that aren't on here, which is a reminder that people need to subscribe and hit the bell icon so we don't have to do this every week. <laughs> and make sure, like, uh, like Brian said, smash that like button. So, news, network news. Yeah, you go, go over it. it? Yeah, go, 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 go. So we have brought in Chris and Larry in their new podcast, Solids and Stripes. Tell us a, a little bit about it, guys. Tell the tell the listeners about it if they may not know who you guys yeah, are, or let's so in, introduce yourselves if they may not know who you are. They should know who you are, and then what you guys are doing. 
I'm Larry Luke. I'm a local designer. Uh, I have a passion for Atlanta United and mostly sports branding. Um, I can't watch a single game without uh, paying attention to the design of everything I see. So uh, that's like an extra layer of my sports experience. Um, And had a conversation about this with Chris Irontooth. Um, what, what game was it? It was the away semifinal championship game against, was it Rebels? Yeah. Yeah, because we, we were talking through that, and then we talked all the way through the second game with Portland and Seattle, was it? Yeah, and basically realized that we just have a similar interest in these kinds of things, and uh, he was going on a rant about something, and he said he went home and recorded a podcast. Uh I don't know if you ever published it or whatever, but, um, but at that point I was like, well, maybe we should just join forces and talk design and talk sports design and bring on people we know in the industry and ask them the questions we want to ask uh, to just kind of create a forum for this. And um, you'd know the whole story if you listen to episode zero of our That pod, is correct, right? which is yeah. live on the Home Before Dark Network. If you guys go to gethomebeforedark.com, you guys can find it there or go to iTunes or to uh, any of your podcatchers. It's everywhere. I, I believe, I can't remember if the Spotify link has made it up yet, but go and, go and take a look. Yeah, thanks for doing that, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks course. Thanks for coming aboard. What about you, Chris? I mean, people people should know who you are. People, some the people, Iron Tooth moniker. Yeah, some people know who I am. Um, I see someone there is asking if there's going to be a home before dark scarf already. I've made a, a scarf recently. I've done a few posters, some t-shirts. I'm mostly known for smoking Joe and Mickey Stardust. But yeah, I did this kind of just as a fun project. I started with the Smoking Joe poster, and then people got insane over it, and I started making them. And yeah, it's been really awesome. Like all the the players love the work. Like all the players have got their posters. Like they actually asked me for them. I'm like, of course you can have your posters <laughs> to you. So yeah, it's been a crazy eighteen months of doing this. Um, and yes, I did not put that podcast out that I recorded because I was trashed when I recorded it, and I listened back to it. Those I was are like, the best. Parts. Yeah, no. Have you if you've ever listened to whenever Kevin gets just absolutely just belligerent. On the podcast, it's That's great. They call it Firewater Kevin. Yeah. I think is what That's it ends it. up getting getting uh, is coined as. Is that the plan for tonight? Every night, baby. Okay, this Every isn't night. enough. No, it's not going to do it. <laughs> That's about as much as Angie poured you at uh, Thanksgiving yeah. for a glass. Yeah. I used to go to uh, a lot of Atlanta Hawks games, and I was sat in the cheering section, and uh, I got really excited sometimes, uh, fueled by alcohol. And people started calling me Playoff Larry when, like, uh, there you go. during during those times. But uh, I haven't been Playoff Larry in a while. Yeah. Hawks haven't been playoff hawks in a couple of years. No, they <laughs> yeah, so I've just been um, hanging out in the team store, Larry, lately. So apparently, not only did YouTube kill us in that, oh, it, if you tweet, if you, I if can't you message even, the, I can't even post a phone number. In, yeah, I guess it goes against privacy. That's so stupid. So what? Is, what is the number? Go ahead and give it to everybody. It's six seven eight eight two seven. Three two nine seven. I wonder if I can do it in a series of numbers. That's what Brian said. Just do it in three messages. Okay. Yeah. So, this is amateur hour, guys. Eight. Stop saying stuff. <laughs> two, seven, and then three two nine seven. So we are still trying to get it figured out so we can do it live during the broadcasts. Um, Elliot Beaven, everybody's tanking it. <laughs> Six seven eight eight two seven three two nine seven. Call, leave a voicemail. We'll play them at the end of the show. Last ten minutes, we want to get it so that we can do live call-ins. But not only is YouTube fucking us, but so is Google tonight, and the Google Voice lines is 
not cooperating with giving us live notifications whenever people call, whenever we try to test it. So, yeah, it's been a frantic 30 minutes leading up to the show on brand. Yeah. Speaking of scarves, Kendrick always brings it up, us producing scarves, but we need to get more scarves for the scarf wall. Got a longer scarf curtain up, but we need to have overlap on there. Yeah. So, yeah. I know we're missing some. You have none of the ones I've designed either, which is... Well, I don't have the $400. I don't, I don't have the money. <laughs> secondary market. <laughs> yes. So uh, the other part of network news to talk about, um, it's a good thing that my dad left me whenever I was really young. It prepared me for the news that we unfortunately have to break now and that... Our baby you always find a way to weasel that in the conversation to make everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> Our babies that are all grown up and are leaving the nest. Uh, Kelly and Jay are moving on to pursue alternative endeavors um, through different channels and different means. Jay, you've seen a lot of the video stuff that he's been doing. I think he's going to fantastic do, videos. Yeah, he's going to do a little bit more of that stuff. Uh, Kelly's going to be on some other outlets. They brought Jessica on board, and so. They're transitioning out of the Home Before Dark banner and look forward to seeing and hearing everything that they have coming up. We'll have them on to talk about it, but uh, obviously no hard feelings or anything. Wish them all the best and we'll see them throughout the year. There'll be be cross appearances, everything that's going on. Yeah. So they're all still on the same uh, social media channels. You can find them at Unreal ATL on Twitter and Instagram and all that and UnrealATL.com, I believe, is their website so conspiracy theory they they left because we came on they don't like us Ooh, Ooh. We, we've had a long but i seriously morning street that. fight rivalry could be it could be it we get like a west side story thing going on in yeah. the gulch yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah yeah it's going down great. in the gulch guys so yeah we've got a lot of plans this season a lot of things shaking up we want to make sure that we kind of promote the things that we do in-house um hearing you guys' voices doing things on the trap every week Part of that's getting the call line set up. Again, call that number, 678-827-3297. Leave some voicemails. We'll play them at the end of the show. But things are pretty much the same here. Just two dudes, one cup. Dan's not here. Out. Yeah, Dan's not <laughs> no, here. No, Dan James, yeah. It's perfect. Absolutely. So uh, what better way? So do you guys have another episode that you're planning to roll out for next Friday? Because it's official. It's officially official now. We saw the date leaked, but everybody got the email today that the the yeah, kit the event kit. is next Friday, February 15th. I'm so excited to see what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so episode one of uh, Solids and Stripes will cover the primary kit uh, launch, launch event. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll be there live. I don't know if we can do that. Uh, yeah, we'll um, I'll definitely yeah. be there because I've got my season ticket. I'm, tomorrow morning, like everybody else, I'm going to grab my complimentary tickets right. for the event. So yeah, we'll definitely so, be there. So we'll plan to record either on-site or mm-hmm. right afterwards and uh, get get, get a lot of reaction. Again. Yeah. It'd be nice to talk to some folks, uh, get their gut reaction. So are you going to do a separate show about your reaction to the kit? Or is... I, I don't want to overstretch today to get your yeah. thoughts if you've got yeah, more yeah. stuff coming. You know what I mean? There's a lot of thoughts. I think we'll sure, splice yeah. it together because we also we want to go through a lot of the MLS kits that have come out this season as well that we yeah. want to look at. So yeah. obviously Atlanta will get a bit more of an in-depth look. But yeah. we've got so many kits to review right. coming up. Well, one, I think... Without talking about the entire kit, I think mm-hmm. there's a very controversial item about the kit that maybe we can... It's the star, isn't it? No, it's definitely not that. <laughs> maybe we could talk about that. Is it peach-colored? Are they going to do a peach-colored star? That fucking tramp stamp of stripes at the bottom, oh, which is a, a yeah. solid back. The Montreal screw job. Yeah. 
thoughts. I'm going to withhold uh, my judgment until I see the actual thing mm-hmm. versus yeah. versus some leaked things. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It could, Have it you could seen look right. a successful version of it implemented on a kit? No. Exactly. Yeah. Especially, well, <laughs> when it has a name and number, it, f- it kind of fills the space. If you buy a blank and you have it, it's definitely a tramp stamp. Yes. Uh, Alabama mud flap or whatever you want to call it. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's great. <laughs> so definitely um, blank kits don't look as uh, accurate, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I think the one thing that would make me okay with it, which I haven't seen done on a kit, is a fade into the stripes. See, the I have seen that. I was going to say, like, the sublimated kits, when it's number four, and they faded it in, looks okay. I think Fiorentino did it in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I could get on board with, is if there's some really well-done transition from... Mm. It's that hard line break sure. between the black into the red and black stripes. Now, so. I do have a wrinkle to throw into all of this. I was um, at some Super Bowl events and ran into um, some people with the team uh, on the marketing side, and I decided to ask them what they thought about the leaks uh, for of the kit. And Sorry, uh, guys. I don't know if you saw. It was it was all my <laughs> fault. It's a new kit. Who yeah. Is? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Escobar sending it out for you. Oh, no. For sure. So... With that being said, they they did not want to comment directly on the leaks or the kit itself, but they did say that um, they they wish that people would withhold judgment until they saw like what they're really coming. Oh, with. okay, that's fair. And with that being said, I'm also not sure that what we saw is the real thing. Like they could be pulling like a huge prank on all of us. Darren Eels laughs maniacally. That would be ridiculous. What sucks is I, maybe I'm in the minority from the comments I've been reading, but I really liked the front of the kit. I love the extension of the stripes and it just reminded me of a nice AC Milan kit. Like Mm. it, it was, it it seemed classic and it was, it's just like a nice subtle move to something different to give, um, again, I I think it is the way to transition out of things to do something really different whenever we get a new sponsor in two more years for sure yeah well, it's my, that, yeah, it's my yeah. theory i could see that happening and also on the new kit way less gold yeah mm-hmm. the the adidas stripes on the shoulder are now red uh so same thing with the training kits which i like yeah i like yeah. the little in cut on the training kit i need that my, my, it helps my figure <laughs> helps you get that <laughs> yeah so, just draws, uh, draws to the Mike. eyes to my belly button which is exactly what i try yeah. to look for in all of my oh attire. yeah <laughs> so so we'll see we'll see what happens but they could they could have just been playing uh, leaking this on purpose and and they might hit us with something else but that's just based on a conversation i had with someone that works with the team the other day that kind of threw me off because i pretty much assumed that what we saw was what we saw mm-hmm. so what what happened the way i thought about or the way that it seemed like things went down to me was he took a selfie of himself in training sent it to his girlfriend or wife and then she posted that to instagram is that right i believe i think it was Snapchat, so the, oh, okay. the, the right. framing was on the picture, yeah. it was long screen. Because so, it said or, something or it to the effect Instagram of... stories. So yeah, Instagram yeah. stories. So it said yeah. something to the effect of like, this is perfection or something. Like yeah. she was showing him off, not speaking, thinking about yeah. leaking the kit. Speaking of perfection yeah. or something like that. Uh, yeah, we'll see. So there was the Escobar leak. Um, and then we actually saw a photo that came from a production team. Like, I don't know who on the set took this picture. Uh, which... Looked a lot like the photo that Escobar leaked. Yeah. But there were some inconsistencies that I saw. Um, so we'll just have to see. We'll have to yeah. see what happens. I mean, 
it, it would be kind of crazy for the team to do this, but I wouldn't put it past them for the kinds of things that they like. They thought it was intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a, like a crazy, crazy way to do things. It would. Yeah. I mean, Franco, very... get, get your girlfriend to post this fake picture of you wearing what looks like with that filter on the fake colors that guys sell out in the middle or yeah, sell out yeah. in the uh, international plaza. The red's way different, right? Yeah, I think it was just way different. There had to be a filter that was on that yeah. that was causing that, right? Yeah, Matt Wisniewski says, biggest troll job by Darren. I mean, it could be. Darren's always trolling. Yeah. Darren stays trolling. It would be amazing, but I think Adidas are too lazy to, to make another kit for us. They, they barely do templates now, so... <laughs> I'm just so glad that the training kit got weird at the belly flap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, was so bad. Oh, they did? I didn't see it. I loved the, I loved the, the all-red kit, but I hated that horizontal seam so bad. The horizontal red seam right across your belly. Yeah. Um, I tried that on in the team store when no. it came out, and I was like, no. Can't do no it. No can do. Can't do it. Yeah. It's terrible. It sucks too because that that black training kit was so nice, and then the um, I have the black stripe one. That's the only one that works. Even though it's got the seam, I'm like, it looks too good in the black stripes. So yeah. Don't wear it. I managed to look out and get one of the parlay, so I'm okay on that. that parlay flex. Yeah. Just it's it's going to be white this year, right? Humble brags. Yeah, it'll probably yeah, flip it over be. to white. Humble gray. brags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get the uh, the notification in time to buy one. You better get those parlay notifications. Have, have your number? Have your numbers come off of yours yet? Or the letters come off of yours yet? No. Like in the LA Galaxy game. Well, I always turn mine inside out whenever I wash it, and I'm like really delicate. I'm just waiting for somebody to come up and horse collar me in the middle of like the concourse in Mercedes Benz. Why day, would somebody <laughs> do that to you? I've never worn mine. Still got tags on it, and it's locked away in a vault somewhere. <laughs> just waiting until it gets more valuable nice. than your scarf. Yeah. And the, and the product, yeah. If only I made that money from those scarves that are going for, what is it, $400 on eBay? Yeah. Well, you know, you got Brian, that home before dark money now. Yeah, Brian's exactly. Brian's over here saying, it, especially if you have a tummy, that training kit. That whole oh, it accents my tummy perfectly. I've, I've actually seen some players wearing it, and it accentuates their tummy way too much <laughs> yeah. also. I'm like, yeah. damn, like, Parky's not... Yeah, Parky's not thick like that. That's what's but, really you know, great yeah. about the uh, concrete and strawberry kits, which I finally got one. Not only the horizontal lines, but also that they were sized two sizes too small, yeah. but yeah. three sizes yeah. too long, which is really great. It's weird. It's like a re- <laughs> it's like the reverse old navy fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Normally, it's way too wide and way too short. Now it's just t- <laughs> tight and long. You got it from the tall section, exactly. not the big and tall section. I mean, all kits aside. What we should be really happy about is the gold star for this year. Yeah, so that's really oh, yeah. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's a kid in a, like a new kid in of itself. It's, yeah, it's gotta, perfect. Got to buy that one for sure. Yeah, because we saw a debut on the King Peach first, right? Somebody posted. Uh, I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember who posted the picture with oh, it. On the King- Ever had the jersey with the star. Oh on yeah, mm-hmm. saw a photo video. of Tito at a photo shoot wearing it also, mm-hmm. and and maybe some others. Anyway, yeah. So we did get some news this week. Actually got a little bit huge news. Well, there's a lot of news, and we actually got some play, which we didn't get to see. It's not broadcast, but all the scrimmages opening up first game with the scrimmage against Seattle seven one seven one. Did get to see a couple of the goals though post uh, post match. They were posted online, so so PD scores a penalty. Yep, he's taking penalties instead of Joseph, which is weird. Because well, Joseph drew, didn't miss last year. He drew year? the foul. Yeah, I think he was tackled in the box. He drew the foul. So yeah, but it. typically that doesn't really eh, dictate who gets to take eh, the penalties. It's true, too, but Joseph, so. you would think that he would still want to take that. He had already gotten one at that point. Anyway, uh, so. Um, I don't know. So, yeah, I, I think that's pretty minor, just like any preseason 
game. I try not to read too much into it, even less so whenever it's not even televised and mm-hmm. there's no real pressure on either team. But a lot of news related to players. We finally got confirmation that Miggy is off to Newcastle. And apparently is not happy with the team for pretty much holding uh, him hostage. I don't know that fate. it's him as much as it is his agent at this point. But if it was just his agent, I don't think he would have spoke out at this point. There's really no point to come out and speak at this point. Wildly if, unprofessional to talk about it at this point. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very weird. It's, yeah. it's one thing. You see it happen like whenever people or players are getting frustrated on their like trying to get out. But. Like to yeah to go back and speak on it like that is, is it's Sour it's it's frustrating grapes. yeah I mean it it you should I guess you can look at it you can be of two minds if you're Miguel Amaron you could say you know you can have a lot of um, you can find it flattering that the team valued you that high that they wouldn't let you go for less than that um, but at the same time maybe I can see his frustration albeit I don't I wouldn't want him to air that frustration of having to wait so close to the deadline if it was a summer transfer window he would have been out a lot sooner I think. It's, the winter transfer window in Europe is weird because most teams are only buying for like specific needs in the middle of the season. I just hate the whole point that was raised about, well, teams only care about incoming talent and what their prospects are and what their growth is. And then whenever they're outgoing, it's just a business transaction. It's like, well, of course it is. At that point, I mean, you obviously want them to succeed, but yeah, are you going to be invested in their success whenever they're not a part of your team anymore? That seems kind of counterintuitive so it, at, at the end of the deal at the end of the day it is a business so i thought that was a little bit of a moot point but yeah i think i'm sure that there is some frustration about him having to wait so long but 80 percent of the arguments that were made by his agent i think are directly from his agent yeah more so than miggy he knew the game plan it was there was always a game plan for miggy and he knew what was going to happen they yeah and to make the profit and that was what they had to hold out for and so. also from the atlanta side we're selling our number 10 we we want a big number. We're Absolutely. waiting for that. Big well, it number. sets we a precedent. Yeah, exactly. That's the first one. Right. Granted, I get it. Alfonso Davies was 17 years old, and he commanded a high transfer fee to, to Bayern Munich because they're Bayern. They have a lot of money, and also he's a very young, one of the you know biggest prospects in 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 the world at this point at that age. But Miggy has produced, and he's just electrifying. He's yeah. one of, if one of the if not the best player in a league that's on the come. And um, yeah, it would be. Absolutely stupid for for us to sell him for for less than what we did, and I think that we still, given today's market, I still think he went for kind of a cheap. Well, especially because it's cheap, not uh, it's, transfer, isn't it? It's not a twenty seven flat, right? Isn't it twenty and then conditions to get to twenty seven? Yeah, it's twenty twenty one, and then it can go up to that exactly. depending on if they survive relegation, and I then guess. we Which have I to give the... one third of that back to MLS, I believe. Yeah, yeah. because we've only had Miggy for the year, and then we had his two years. nine million transfer, blah blah blah. I mean, it, it's it's still it's a it's exactly very that, much a net positive. Well, that's why Atlanta had to push for the number that they did because if mm-hmm. not, it's not really that marquee of a transfer transfer whenever you consider all the investment that went in up front plus his salary whenever he was actually yeah. here and everything else that the MLS gets their cut like Tim mentioned I I don't read into it too much I think it's a yeah. huge momentum swing for Atlanta it proves that the business plan works the business model works and I think it's going to continue to grow and develop as as we go forward but um, I think uh, Brian saying that Newcastle is notoriously spendthrift too or yeah. the opposite yeah uh, so much so that it made me call Mike Ashley uh, the C word a couple weeks ago on the show and uh, 
Dude, you act like you don't drop that word all the time. Yeah, I do. I just, all the time. All, all around town. I just throw it around like we're in Australia. and just it's pretty much all I hear you say. No, it, I mean, Mike Ashley's notorious, notatoriously bad. I mean, he's trying to sell a club right now. He's been trying to sell a club for about five years. Yeah. So Nobody wants to buy it. No. Yeah. It's just crazy. That's something that interests me is a lot of our Atlanta fans now saying, oh, I'm going to support Newcastle. It's like, if you watch Newcastle play, then not the greatest EPL team. I told myself that, then I saw the kit, and I was like, nah, (laughs) can't, 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 can't buy this thing. The Newcastle kit? Yeah. I do like the, I'm a sucker for the, like, crazy sponsor. Yeah, it's the same thing. I got, uh, Oh, Real yeah. Sociedad, the orange kit with the uh, babao.com or whatever. It's got that crazy text. It's bright orange. I love it. It's just wild. I'm like, I can't I can't be seen wearing that around town. I love it. 1996, 97, the Newcastle brown ale jersey with the Nehru collar is one of my favorite classic Newcastle kits. That's when Alan Shearer played for them. You're, you're really going to love Atlanta United's new home kit whenever we get the new sponsor of UPS, and it is brown and gold. That's Home Depot orange. <laughs> but, so, it, but, as long as, but as long as the emblem still has the red and black five stripes on it, that's oh, all that matters. God. We could go with the Dookie brown kit. Although... So the one with the, the sticker is the Jameson cask maker. So they finish it off in a stout barrel, and then that special one's, edition. Yeah, right, and then that. the other one is the Dalmore Fifteen Scotch. And oh, look at you guys with your home before dark. Those, those were courtesy of Andy Watkins. Shouts, shouts to Andy Watkins, not only providing the glasses, but making sure he throws up that number so people can call and leave a voicemail. Shout Ooh. out, Andy. Thank you. Oh, gee. It says guest on it. Exactly. This is for me. Isn't it legit? Yeah. Look, he's got one too. Oh wow! I mean, we we could just tape over the one that says Dan James and put guest on that because it's not really getting used at yeah. this point. I like what uh, what Patrick Keenum says, PK in the chat saying, "How did Ariana Grande's tattoo wind up sponsoring Newcastle?" <laughs> did, did she end up I've deleting her Twitter for that, or was no? That was Demi Lovato that ended up deleting her Twitter last night because of the Twenty One Savage blowback. That- <laughs> Dude, the Twenty One Savage tweets have been killing me though. Them quoting all of his lines about like five foot five broad with something other, and then somebody takes a screen cap of how tall is the Queen of England? It's five foot five. <laughs> but free twenty one though. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, one thing about speaking of kits, talking about the Newcastle kit, did anybody think it looked like a dress on Miggy? Like it looked giant. It was like a it was like a strawberry and concrete long. Yeah, yeah it was weird. It was yeah. very weird. Puma, I was Puma I was, makes it, and I know their fit is they're notorious yeah. bad fits. The Puma yeah. kids. So the, we'll see him maybe in uniform this weekend. That's this weekend against yep. Wolves. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Wolves! That's a rough game for him to yeah, come into. Wolves play are well. playing great. Mm-hmm. They're up to or it could be six a great game for him to come into if he comes in and he would be the legitimately maybe the only bit of creativity that the Newcastle squad has. I mean, they I did in, see that like injection of of pace and everything. I did see somebody put up a statistic about what the possibility of Newcastle getting relegated is, and it's only something like eighteen percent. Before his signing, which is really good number. Oh, she's the really ugly fit. But it's, that, it's weird. That like, sponsor's it, great. What's, what's the reverse of scoliosis? That's what he has in that picture. <laughs> I love it. Like, he's got. He's just jutting his belly out. He's like trying to show, trying to show tummy. He just flew how many months the are ocean. you? He's so tired. He's bloated, man. Yeah, he got that. Yeah, he for got. Sure. He got that. Oh, got the man. international travel bloat. <laughs> oh, um, but you know, back to Miggy. Watching him play against Real Madrid in the MLS All-Star game, he was the only one doing stuff out there two years ago. Yeah. And 
That was, I know that was Real Madrid's B team, but still, he was running circles around dudes. I, I could see him and Rondon linking it well. That yeah. kind of South American connection on Newcastle. Just how he plays in England in February in the rain. You know, it's going to be a very different environment. Against bigger guys, too. Oh, yeah. Much more physical league. Yeah. I think that, that, not going to cut it this, yeah. this league. That Wolves back line is going to give him, I think they're probably going to give him a little bit of fits. Yeah. We'll see. It's it's going to be a... I'm excited to watch him week in, week out. I'm not going to be cheering for Newcastle, but I'm going to be... I mean, I, I do have a vested interest between him and DeAndre Yedlin and uh, watching that team, but I don't know. Best of luck to him. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for, for sure. all your service. It was amazing to have you in the city and what you did for this team. And, and Jay, Jay's video was amazing. Too. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he kind of think like he died, though, with the, the hallelujah. I was like... Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you had little Too kids much. crying watching it. Just, I mean, it, I, mean, I think it could, basically. I want to get a redub movie. with the Sarah McLaughlin over there with like <laughs> crying puppies right next to him. Would be great. That's what I'm. That's what I'm claiming. No, that's what's going to happen uh, if and when these rumors are true. Not when, if the rumors are true with LGP and he gets traded, just because of how is that uh, window not closed as well right now? Um, actually, no. You might be right. The Argentina. I don't know. Is the Argentina window, is that window still open for I'm them to purchase? Sure because I don't them. think I've seen those rumors die down, but I was just thinking about he he's always posting his dogs, right? Yeah. He, well, yeah so, yeah. like, seeing that, the Sarah McLaughlin yeah. commercial with the Frank DeBoer did come out this past week and say how integral LGP is and how they don't... I mean, he flat out said they don't have a backup for him. Like He's a future captain, I think, yeah. when Parker goes at the yeah. center. Like, he's the next captain. Agreed. Yeah, there really is no fill-in. I mean, you could think about Miles Robinson to a certain extent as a stopgap measure, but then what happens if Parky leaves or Parky is, is retired? I mean, we really don't have another center back to fit back there. Because I think him and Jeff are going to be rotating a lot this year, just yeah. covering each other's backs as the two older guys in the team. Florentin, Florentin Pogba, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. We yeah. haven't got an official announcement yeah, from the will, team, but will, Paul Pogba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's turning into are... another worst kept secret, like Pitti Martinez. Exactly. Yeah. Who, exactly. Who's going to be the first person to get a Pogba jersey? I'm getting an Escobar jersey in solidarity for the Kit League. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Um I asked but, my but, friend Zach, I was like, are you going to get a Pogba jersey, bro? And he was like, that's like getting Gerald Wilkins, like Dominic <laughs> Wilkins' brother. I don't even know if he has a brother. Like Damian Wilkins was, <laughs> yeah, Damian uh, Wilkins was it his brother or his, it was his maybe cousin? his nephew or cousin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He played, I don't know, he played for the Pacers at one point. I don't know if he played for the Hawks. He did. He, he did, did play yeah. for the Hawks one season. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I don't know anything about. Obviously, Pogba is a big name, but not because of Florentine and the the other the their older brother. But um, I got a buddy at work, uh, Igor from the Ukraine, who's a big soccer fan, and he um, I was asking him if he knew anything about Pogba because I've never seen him play. And he says he's he's watched him play a handful of times uh, over in Europe, and says he's he's fast. Uh, and a solid center back, so maybe that can provide some sort of cover back there. 28, um, his experience, he's played in Saint-Étienne for a good few years, so he's played League One, he's played a good standard of football, so I'm pretty confident he'll do fine in MLS. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. Looks I like think, a big body, too. So Yeah. I think Atlanta's just signing for depth at this point. It's going to be such a long season for this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, between Open Cup and regular yeah. season play, and then we got to win another we got cup, a game, we got a game we in got, two weeks. we got CONCACAF. I mean, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Costa Rica's over two weeks away. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, 
we got we got a couple new names in the chat. We got a uh, Superman. He says, "I believe Felipe said the rumors were quiet at the moment, talking about." I, I'm guessing you mean uh, Felipe, Felipe Cardenas. Cardenas yeah. um, and then uh, who else we got? Mark Earhart. Mark Earhart saying uh, Nathan, Nathan was saying that Nathan Lines, our guest a couple weeks ago, um, was saying Argentina transfer window closes 16. on the 16th of February. So there's still time. Sorry, Nathan, I can't hear you. Uh, you were beaten out. You are no longer king. We didn't announce John F. Beasy, John Jacob, oh, yeah. Jangleheimer Schmidt. John F. Beasy is the, is the champion the of MLS fantasy, home before dark fantasy. Congrats. The once and true and future and, and present king. Uh, Nicholas Mallard saying Harry Kane was in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. Could be a future signing. I. It's funny. Somebody posted that in our Slack and everybody's just like, no, no, thank you. I don't care how good he is. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't what, want him. What's the uh, What's the prejudice towards Harry Kane? I don't know. I, Sounds like a BBC Deadline Day rumor. Like I've seen <laughs> Wayne Rooney the chip shop in Liverpool. Like, that's actually quite. One good. thing I will say, I'm excited um, yeah, for he does Pogba's support the Patriots. That's true. So. Pogba's uh, the blonde goatee, bringing back. Uh, I, I love the uh, the Cisse look. <laughs> Triple Cisse. Triple Cisse look. Yeah, that's uh, the demolition man. man look. That's 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 where it's all about. So other. Other transfers, not anything really of note right now. Nothing I can think of. Has right Kaku now. made his way out of New York yet? Has he forced his way out? I'm not heard anything about him. Yeah, the deal yeah. for Luciano Acosta Acosta fell through. I thought that was like one of the bigger like surprises mm-hmm. I saw. Wait, where so PSG he's, was he's not gone. No, 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 no. no they, they fell they, through the day of. They, they started paperwork way too late for that deal. I guess. Okay. I don't know if MLS just. I don't know. You see that every deadline day, but the fact that Luciano Acosta was being considered as like a stopgap for because Neymar is injured, right? They they just mm. loaned out Tim Weah over to Celtic, who's tearing it yeah, up. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, shit, we don't have any depth in the attack. <laughs> we got to sign somebody. We can get one of the best MLS players for like 9 million pounds. And that fell through. And uh, it's interesting because he doesn't seem that upset about it. And the quotes that I see is like, it just didn't seem like it just seemed like it fell through. I think he I don't think he's unhappy to stay in D.C., but. Obviously, the prospects are going, even in riding the pine for, for, for PSG. PSG is, yeah, yeah. He'd be a little bit bummed out from that deal. Yeah. It seems like he's saying all the right things, though, to get back. Because I, I think that team with him in it, um, and they still haven't brought back y- Yamil Asad yet, right? No, no, no. He's gone back to Velez. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's gone. gone right. place. We talked about on that, that last tip, time. Yeah. On that tip, Velez played yesterday and... Assad didn't make the 18, so I don't know. I saw if that. that yeah. I don't know if that means he's been training bad. Bring or, him home, or if they're working on a transfer back to MLS. <laughs> I think back to I Atlanta. Think Atlanta's done. I don't know who season. owns who owns his transfer rights at this point in MLS because mm. it's not DC. It was us, wasn't it? I think they expired. Or we still got them. I don't know. We may still have them. Yeah. I, God, I I don't care. The thing I mean, is, we offered him free contracts, and he said no to them all. So it's like he wasn't at the game time he wanted. No, and yeah. I don't think he would yeah. now. Agreed. I don't know the um the the DC team. If if they can, I don't know. Without Yamil Asad now thinking about it, maybe they're not as scary as I thought they were. Who do you guys see as our our main threats in the East right now? Um, I've not really looked at other than ourselves in the, in the, in the championship hangover, I think is maybe one of the bigger things. I think to... Red Bulls will be strong again because they've got such a good foundation of an academy team that they're going to roll through. Um, what's happened to Toronto? Have they just exploded? Like they got rid of everybody. The other day they had two friendlies in two different states with two different teams. I'm like, have they just lost the plot? Oh, Elliot or... says NYCFC. And yeah, I mean that, that no villain now, though, no Villa. 
that postage stamp pitch that always gets <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah, always going to yeah. be one of the bigger things one of the biggest opponents of the Via, season was last year Via's last year yeah, uh, he tied yeah in the gone. season he's I gone. did he's not gone. even I don't know how that just completely went over my head that I didn't even think about that um, Cincinnati yeah they're going to be a frat, I think as well they've signed a lot of plays ooh <laughs> voicemails are trickling in we already got two Andy Andy's uh, going the opposite of what you just said Chris he's saying is not Cincinnati an acceptable answer I, I think they may surprise they may surprise us at home which I think, I'm kind of worried about I think part yeah. of it depends on what Fernando Adi you get because you yeah. have you have that guy where he's absolutely deadly for half a season and then just goes dormant for the rest of the season if he can show some semblance of consistency throughout ah, the year that, be a risk. that team could definitely be uh Definitely be one to to watch for. Who else did they end up picking up um, in the? Obviously, we traded Greg Garza over to them. I'm trying to think of the, of the other notable uh, squad members that they have because they did end up having a good expansion draft, and then also well, they uh, signed everybody in the draft, didn't they? They got like all one hundred picks because they just <laughs> did so many deals. Was, how many plays did they get again? Like seven or eight? Yeah, they, some, they did a lot of deals. Yeah. It's um yeah I I think with a team like that it's it's one of those things where it's it's different than us be and it's it's more along the lines of what Minnesota right because they're or the opposite of what Minnesota and what Atlanta were because they're coming in with more of like a Seattle um, model where they were already playing for for years in in a lower league they have an established team and an established front office and and fan base and all that and I think that they're I think they're probably going to be a playoff team. Possibly, yeah. I think the the success we've seen from quote unquote expansion teams, if you want to call them that, um, with them included, is you know the past couple of years with us in LAFC, seeing the success that we've had. It's not something to to sneeze at. It's, it's not like most other leagues, like NFL. Whenever you bring in the Houston Texans, and then they're just dog shit for you know the first five years of existence because they have such an uphill climb. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it doesn't really seem to be that way in MLS. So yeah. I don't know. What are big threats in, other than New York Red Bull? Has you see anybody oh, yeah, really coming out of the woodwork? Yeah, Columbus. I'm less worried about uh, less worried about Toronto now. They've, yeah, they've just got rid of everybody. Like I don't know what they were doing. They've just like, emptied abandoned ship. I mean, really, I could see Houston. Yeah, that was our bogey team as well. Like when we yeah. first played them, we always maybe Columbus fun. with a chip on their shoulder, and they've got a lot more safety now. They know they're going anywhere. Exactly. Saved, so yeah, serious. Um, well, especially because it's new ownership, right? So all those players are kind of playing to secure a position in the in the transfer. So they might just be hyped that pre-court's out, and they <laughs> like you know just remove the bad thing, and they're going to start th- playing. You well. think that? Do you think that their attendance is going to see an uptick? Because well, I mean, that was one thing we I talked about so. over the past so. two years with the Save the Crew was that you know they weren't exactly filling up an already small stadium whenever he was there. Um, so I. I don't know. I hope so because it would be nice to see them successful and them, you know, being one of the old, um, the old franchises in the league. This is their moment to get excited again. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. Um, Austin's next year, right? Twenty-one, I think. Twenty-one. We have Nashville's next year, isn't it? Or if they can get their situation with the stadium squared yeah. away, because this was supposed to be their first year mm-hmm. as a as an MLS team, and um, I know that there's been a fight with the city because of. I don't, uh, the the plot for the land, but um, Inter Miami is next year. I think right. we finally get to see them. Um, Who are the big names like owning that team? Is it Beckham? Beckham yeah, Beckham. Already, yeah. Beckham is one of the owners, the most notable owner probably. And then A Rod. Uh, no. That sounds right. That <sighs> sounds like such an A Rod thing to do. Yeah, 
Yeah, just jump, probably. On a, jump on a Beckham project. But it's like Mark <laughs> Anthony, right? Doesn't Mark Anthony own the Marlins? Probably. Probably, yeah. Like he, like I don't know. Married anyway. Jennifer Lopez yeah. one time, and now he's the owner of a professional... <laughs> professional uh baseball team i was trying to pull up that because what about I'm interested. orlando <laughs> who's that oh god <laughs> they, they still have will johnson right they'd like oh god they they were so <laughs> will with one L, or one will, will with one like l they, they played him they played him too many times last year and it triggered a uh, contract renewal oh did it really so they have to keep him <laughs> who ends up worse <sighs> in the standings this year chicago or orlando 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 for sure yeah think? Yeah, I think so. Um, I, granted, I have not looked at the the Chicago squad since. Hasn't been much of one. Yeah, just Schweinsteiger, and that's it. That's Schweinsteiger left, right? He's gone. Is he? Did he retire? Resigned. Oh, he resigned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me see. He's got to figure out what position he's going to play. So notable players. <laughs> so he might be in goal this year. Yeah. He might be in goal this year. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> they keep pushing him back. Exactly. Push him all the way back. Oh, uh, Kendall Waston, who got a red card the other day, as one of the uh, center backs from from FC Cincinnati, who's uh, always a threat in the air, as we mm-hmm. know. Uh, Alvis Powell, as people have mentioned in the in the trap from from Portland, uh, I'm trying to pull out. Um, it's really yeah. It doesn't seem like. I just feel like we have the talent, and if we just keep our heads down and play the game that we need to play, like. It's going to come down to us in the East. Yeah, I I, I think that, yeah, it, it's hard to say that we aren't our biggest competition. For sure. For, for this year. Because um, we really didn't lose much. I mean, I mean we did lose a lot in, in Miguel Almiron, but as, as a net, you talk about bringing in Petey Martinez, who we haven't really talked about yet, who has been touted as like the best prospect to ever come to MLS or the most talented player to ever get transferred I mean, to MLS. He did score that bike during training, which is pretty good. Um, did you see that, that little note Maggie did? Uh, yes. Yeah. On the turn. Yeah. Filthy. <laughs> yeah. I I've been I've been trying to temper my enthusiasm for that, <laughs> so I haven't been clicking on every link. I haven't watched every highlight, but all the highlights I do see, he's just nutmegging people. Yeah. It's just just yeah. Martinez nutmeg highlights. I'm interested so. to see him and in the pace of play, in front of seventy thousand plus. Yeah, what does he look like? Yeah. Because on our pit right now and training. I mean, nothing against those guys. I mean, they're playing super. I saw something from LGP today, slide tackling Tito or something, just to make him play on a ball in five on five. And I mean, they're playing hard. They have to during training, but it's still just training, and it's just scrimmages until it's actually it actually stands or means something. It know? sounds like they're training a lot, right? The, yeah, they are. Yeah, I, I was speaking to. I was speaking to Brad, not to name drop, but he was saying like they were getting pushed hard by really? Frank. Yeah, like, that's good. He probably need he, needs, he needs to know immediately what he can get out of the squad. He needs yeah. to know what the maximum that he the the, the maximum amount of effort and and talent and well, it's and also production I think it, it's get. sort of him establishing himself too as what expectations mm. are from the front off, or yeah. you know from the coaching standpoint for everybody to know it's a long season and if you're not conditioned to that level, you're not going to make it through the sixty plus games, whatever that Atlanta's going to end up having to play once it's all said and done so um should we go to voicemails real quick i've got two of them so far go for it i'll unmute it let's give it a shot all right hold on see if it works i gotta pull it up see if kevin did the magic he did the thing i got my voicemail okay first one you need to get a jingle go what is that hey this is andy from athens a long time listener first time (laughs) caller just want to call and see what you uh you guys think about not having any sort of open scrimmages, scrimmable scrimmages before the first CCL game. 
Is this a bonus to us? Is this going to help keep things hidden? Or is this a detriment? Are we trying to hide something? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. <laughs> that's pretty great. I, I like this. Yeah, this is really good. I'm so really excited about this. So, what is, to that, let's 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 keep with it. What, what do you guys think about that? What is what? What are your thoughts? I mean, are we trying to keep something hidden? I just think he doesn't want distractions. I think he just wants to get down to train and get see the team that he's got and how he wants to get them to work without the media or anyone being around and giving him. You know what the media's like? They'll just jump on him. Yeah, away, I so. think there's so much riding on the pre our real preseason this year with it being Champions League mm-hmm. that it's you, you, there's no room to to drop a preseason game like we could have last year. He needs to be ready for Costa like, Rica if he loses. You know, that. Exactly, exactly. It's massive. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's. I think it's a short timetable, and also like you got to think about the people that work for the team. They've been going all season long and you know we won in early december and they haven't had a lot of time off you know so so scheduling a match getting people in the seats and like ticketing and all yeah. that you know like it's just like the whole infrastructure rushing all that it's it's just like give these people a break yeah. you know was it you guys telling us about the how much the front office hates that we're doing another uh, kit reveal event because of all the extra shit that has to go into the I event believe that. coordination? I believe that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I can totally believe that after talking to the people that I've talked to. What do you think, Tim? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's by design. Like, yeah. I, I don't know necessarily if, you know, maybe there weren't the big game, big uh, exhibition match games. Because, I mean, think about who who did we play last year in the preseason? We went up to Nashville. We played them so in their inaugural game. It was very fun. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so disgusting. And, the, and when you I think, can't wait until If you look year. objectively at the pitch for that game, it was a terrible game to watch. But we had a lot of fun because we traveled in a huge pack and... And, uh, God, it's gonna be so fun to do that every year. <laughs> God, uh, it's gonna be so fun. And we, then we have a game in Kennesaw in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. know, like that's plenty of time to see our team. Yeah. True, true. But we, I mean, we weren't necessarily playing the most television-worthy opponents last year in the preseason, so I'm not really necessarily yeah. worried or or thinking that there's something nefarious behind it or that they're trying to withhold this from the from the the viewership or the, the fans or anything. But I think it probably has more to do with that CCL game coming yeah. up than anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, let, they got to focus. They uh, they need yeah. to train. Yeah, yeah. Just like as Chris said, is uh, is that first CCL game broadcast on anything? I'm sure someone will be picking it up somewhere because it's I mean, it's got to too right? lots of pickup. I just don't know how they're going to do it from Kennesaw. Uh, did Evan, uh, our buddy Evan, did he tell you at the uh, the party the other day? Did he tell you that they're going down to San Jose? And around the time that Atlanta United awesome. are going to be down there That'd playing awesome. against uh, Herediano. Yeah. That'd trying to book a trip around that. It That'd should be great. great. It'll be on Univision, apparently. Oh, okay. That's cool. All right. I got another voicemail. If you got one, uh, you got a few more minutes here before we start wrapping up things. I like Kevin Brown said, I just cussed for 30, 38 seconds straight in my voicemail. Enjoy that. Oh, so. I can't wait. I really hope you're not lying. Um, so that one just actually went through. He's like a fifth grader who just learned how to cuss. Six, seven, eight, eight, two, seven, three, two, nine, seven is the number. Sorry for the live chat inability to really post it. They are trying to screen us from putting numbers. What we'll do is we'll start using OBS and put like a lower third on there that gives you like the call in information. Oh, that would be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm not trying to like get handsy on it, but (laughs) sorry. I thought it was mine. I've had two at this point. So, um, okay. Next one. Here we go. Hey guys, so here's my question. 
Mickey going to Newcastle and all the money and press the club has gotten is amazing. But what happens if Mickey gets over there and is a complete bust? Does that set the league back in the eyes of all the European watchers because our quote-unquote best player goes to a lower-level team and doesn't make an impact? Or can you just blame it on the fact that Newcastle is not a great team? What do you guys think? That's a good one. We kind of had this fear last year with um, – there are rumors that kind of went around for a little bit with Tito maybe going to Wolves, the mm-hmm. aforementioned Wolves. Yeah. And part of that was, at the time, thinking that they weren't really a great squad and how's he going to fit into that team and um, what is that and what impact does that have? I I think it it, it kind of is a detriment because – you end up seeing this happen in other leagues too, where I think people get gun shy about purchasing younger players or other proven players from other yeah. leagues because what's going to happen for every uh, Luis Suarez from Ajax, there's a Vincent Jansen from from Ajax that doesn't yeah, do yeah. shit. I mm-hmm. mean, it's sure. it's one of those things. It, it, well, we've seen somebody spend twenty million dollars to bring somebody over. I mean, Josie Altidore is actually kind of a probably a better example because you know they did. Um, who was it? Hull bought him, mm-hmm. um, brought him over, and then he fizzled out went up and played in Holland. And but is there a middle ground? I don't know. I think the middle ground is is the more exciting topic for me, is that it, it always seems whenever we have these conversations, it's like he's either got to be great or he's going to be a washout. And I think that there's something to also be said for maybe it's not the first season or the first two seasons that he has a breakout year, but after, you know, three in his third year, if he starts to catch his stride and Newcastle starts to trend on the up and up and he's not the the best and greatest Newcastle player of all time. But I think that there's some discussion there for the middle ground effort. I mean, I don't know, though, because at the same time I say that, and as I'm saying that, I realize that this is a marquee historic signing for Newcastle where it's the most money that they've ever invested mm-hmm. on a player, too. So I think that they have some expectations that he's going to fit the bill for that as well. So, Yeah, it's a big. I think it's a big deal for them. Um, if you look at the grander scheme of the EPL, though, twenty million isn't that much exactly. for a player. So, I think just getting established as his first goal. Yeah. I don't mean he's going to come in all guns blazing. Maybe he'll set up a few goals. Maybe he'll score. That'd be great. But I think it's given time. They'll they'll know he's a good yeah. player anyway, regardless yeah. of what the team does. Yeah. Well, if he comes out again, if he if he's a middle of the road player those first two years, and they realize that maybe with a couple pieces around him, he can be an exceptional mm-hmm. player. That mm-hmm. that actually starts to trend the league upwards as well. So got one more. Uh, it's going to be a league championship MVP next year. <laughs> the way things are going. Yeah. In the championship. Yeah. yeah. Newcastle, whenever they get put down, man, they always throttle the championship and then, uh, and then they can never really hold sway. Well, he may game. have like, um, contract release clauses in there where he can be sold. Oh, for cheap. Yeah. Like Shakiri went to Liverpool for 8 million. Cause oh, what a sign. When he got relegated. Yeah. It was cheap. All right, so we got about 10 minutes left on the show before we start winding down. Uh, we got one more voicemail right now. Get yours in while there's still time. 678-827-3297. I wish it was something I like, like, I like what? 627-HB4D. Yeah, let's do it. We'll find a vanity phone number. We got the money. We'll just buy yeah, it. Um, it. <laughs> I like what Tony Neitzel saying, though, Anthony Neitzel in the, in the trap. He said, so remote podcast from the from Portland, Portland. Uh, for the Timbers away match. Tony is originally, uh, he moved to Portland from Atlanta. Uh, about a year ago, I think. Oh man, he's a uh, part of our our core contingent out there of what probably one person. I still can't get over Kevin Brown. I mean, he's been to almost every away match. I think he's only missed something like six six games total. Wow, 
this guy lives here yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. And he travels to the He's a flight attendant, so yeah. Oh. He, yeah. But yeah. He's got the, it goes, he's got the, he he's got the hook up on the flights. Yeah. Yeah. So. How, Kevin, I saw you in the trap. How many games have you missed? Wow. Humble brag. How many games have you missed? And the best humble brag is he's going to say the reasons that he missed those games, which were pretty great. Yeah, exactly. From what I remember, because he was like in the Azores or in like... Yeah, uh, yeah. Something ridiculous. In in Seychelles or something. He's been to 63. Lord. Shit. (laughs) Have there even been 63 home games? No. No, No, he's just talking about he's been to 63 total games over the past two years. Yeah. 32 32 regular season games, right? 34. 34. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... He's missed and then five he, games. He's missed, he's, he's <laughs> what did I say? Six? I'm pretty damn close. Well, you have, you have playoffs also. You have playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But that's still, true. under 10. That's impressive. And I feel bad whenever I don't have the time to watch a game. For sure. For sure. Or if you're like at a friend's wedding or that's something. That's so stupid. You, you're like trying to watch it. So stupid. Time. Yeah. Love you, Kevin. I, I got know. something for you, by the way. Next time we play pickup. Uh, for those of you that want to play pickup, we play out at Station Soccer a couple times a week. Normally try to tweet that out. Oh no! People are saying that the um, we're getting reports that the the signal is just lost on the uh, the live stream. But it looks fine on my end. But I am seeing the viewership drop. Really? Where yeah. are you getting the notifications from? Uh, people in the Slack channel. Oh yeah, Andy just texted me and said the feed's down. What? Oh, the that's hell? really weird. Cool. That's awesome. All right, but you're still recording audio though, yeah, right? I got well, audio. Well, let's just roll through it. We'll do this last voicemail and then we'll have to cut it. Before dark, what's hold up? Hold up, 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 hold that's good. Um, people are saying it's buffering. Oh crap! Oh, this is good. No, I'm glad we ended. We ended. The, we we had a we had a peak, and then we've we've tapered back <laughs> off. We started. We, um, we ended the same way we, we started. Says we back. We back. <laughs> too okay. many we viewers, back. and we back. Yeah, and we too, back. Too many. Too many voicemails. Yeah, that too many it. voicemails. Yeah, too many Google services going at one time. We're crashing their servers. It yeah, could that's be it. exactly what it is. <laughs> I had a topic I wanted to bring Jay up. Jay just DDoSed us. Yeah, Jay <laughs> <laughs> left the network and immediately just uh, called a friggin' Russian troll farm and We're had about us. about to get swatted. Damn, Jay. About to get swatted. <laughs> so you guys saw that the MLS Cup had a higher attendance than the yeah, Super Bowl last yeah. night. And I understand that there were a lot of credentialed media members for the NFL there or whatnot. But I also know that there are less seats in the house when we play soccer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, all that being said, like soccer's the wave. Like we're yeah. taking over. Like, yeah, there's there's that... there's no doubt that it's the wave. It's... But I think that there's some there there has to be some asterisks beside sure. that. I mean, the the cheapest ticket last night was twenty six hundred dollars. Cheapest sure. ticket for the cup was a hundred hundred and twenty. Yeah, fi- financially, you know, we don't even compare. But what I'm saying is. But that's, that's like it's, a cool ass stat. Oh, it's I'm it's so I'm fucking like I'll push it whatever yeah. way you want to push it. But I, I, was, I think that there's definitely some other parts of that story that yeah. I was hearing people complain that there were parking passes last night that were more expensive than the tickets to MLS Cup. Wow, I believe that. they were saying. Yeah, there, I think yeah. there were two hundred fifty dollars parking spots yeah. that were like near the stadium. Yeah. I heard rumors of 
somebody at work who knew somebody who made 25 grand from running out their house the entire week of the Super Bowl. That's like crazy. this is this is insane. Like this yeah. is absolute insanity. But to your point, like the media, the credential media members. So I through work, I went to the first the Gatorade opening night, what used to be called just Media Day. I was like, okay, I don't know what to expect. So like they give you this little radio, you put that in your in your ear. Oh yeah, you could tune to different channels where everybody's yeah, at, right? But you go you go down and you just sit in the seats at Phillips or State Farm Arena, and then you just sit and watch the jumbotron and just like click through the different things. Uh. Just to hear people getting interviewed. That's what we're it's gonna like do. That's what we're gonna do as we add people more shows for to the that. network. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all around. gonna str- like whenever you tune into the live stream, it's gonna be three different <laughs> broadcasts, and yeah. you have to tune in to which channel you want. Oh yeah, it'll to. be like ESPN three. Whenever they used to have yeah. like the different camera angles and different <laughs> things you could watch, you could just watch the coach's cam on the yeah. NCAA. Oh, coach's cam. Just get a little. I'm gonna have one over here. Just a little <laughs> side cam. Be great. Just straight up into your nose. Um, yeah, and will it crash? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Touche. The um but yeah, the attendance what do they usually a lot for football games? It's something like seventy three, seventy four thousand, something like that. I think yeah. it's more than soccer. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's even more for college football, I think the stadium gets bigger or I can't remember. There's one there's like an absolute maximum capacity and it may be for either college football or international soccer or something. Probably the college football. Um, yeah. Also, um, for Taylor Swift. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you look. It, it, we had a lot of a lot of corporate seats too at MLS Cup and at the All Star Game. Uh, All Star Game was way different because that is is just a straight up corporate event. But yeah, I mean, you still had a, a ton in, in standing room only. And so everything. it says here on Wikipedia that seventy five thousand is the cap for special events. Got gotcha. okay. So special that's, events that's being like national championship or monster jam. Monster yeah, Super, Super Bowl, yeah. yeah. They sold that shit out, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why we have to play in Kennesaw. <laughs> exactly. So seventy five and we had seventy three something. Seventy three something. Seventy three five, I think it was, yeah. I mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah, know absolutely. everyone already knows that our in the rain. are amazing. But how in how rain, much yeah. of that uh, I mean it is the Super Bowl, but how much of that has to do with us playing on our home pitch for the championship as opposed to the Patriots and the the Rams playing over here. Sure. I mean, granted, there are probably as many Patriots fans in Atlanta than, as there are Falcons fans at this point, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just simply amazing what we have. Yeah. Not, that's the, that's the, it's just nothing I'm to sneeze at. Yeah. yeah. No. And they're just like, I guess if you, the only other thing you could say is like if the Falcons were playing the Super Bowl in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, would, would there be more people than were there last night? Yeah. I don't I know. I mean, you, you take in 75000 but you also give away 5000 media credentials. Yeah. So you, you are – do they, they don't end up going against the, the ticket and seat total, I guess. Is, they, is that what you're getting at? Yeah. I, I don't think they do. Yeah. Which just means they're in, in the tunnel and – like in the club, like they're just all over the place. You know, yeah, they're everybody yeah. too. I mean, like we we joke around about our setup, but like there are people that were down at that media day that just had like a selfie stick and an, and a phone with media credentials. Yeah, anyone. I was like, who are these people? 
Yeah. It's like, yeah, it is It is pretty easy to get that. Unless got, you're trying to get media credentials down to Orlando City and then they, they yeah. shun you. It's like, I, I've got a Tumblr. We didn't have the clout that we got now, though, homie. I've got a Tumblr and, what? like, I high-fived Rob Gronkowski once, so, like, I, I should get a media credentials. Hashtag Barstool. We can yeah. post now whenever right. we reapply for Orlando media credentials. Not only are we the number one Atlanta United podcast, top five MLS, but we're also a top five Orlando City podcast whenever we, we talk yeah, about Yeah, whenever them. the Orlando City stuff comes around. We do have one more voicemail. Oh, we do? Quick. Yeah. This shit work? Why nobody answer my call? I'm trying to get on the air. Y'all do that Home Before Dark podcast? Used to be banter? Y'all don't do much bantering no more. Everybody jumping ship. Y'all barely staying afloat. Give me a call back, man. That's bullshit. One star. <laughs> One star. That was a great call. Oh, I wonder was, who that was. I had to test it to make sure it worked <laughs> earlier today. That was oh. me, guys. Thanks, everybody, for calling in. Um, anything else tonight? So, you guys, new show you're going to probably try to record next Friday? Yeah. Yes. And Twitter, it's Solids Four Solids Stripes. Solids Four Stripes. On everything, right? On everything, yeah. Facebooks, the Instagrams. Yeah, you know, Twitter's. I really like seeing the number four get multiple uses. This is really good. So we, we do Home Before Dark, and we always get, what's the four for? It's before, like B and the number four is yeah. before. And you guys are using it like an and sign, which is great. Because yeah, it looks like one. Yeah. Sort of. mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. It's like the upside down. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So just to recap, I mean. Solids and Stripes podcast. We're obviously brought together by Atlanta United, but we're going to be roasting everyone design wise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, but yeah, we're not going to be uh, only talking Atlanta United. And we'll get time. you guys up on YouTube. Make sure that yeah. you got the, because that's the big thing, right? It's like getting the visual correspondence. Yeah, it's a show people talk about. Yeah. Like, we're going to look at the Silverbacks rebranding, probably. That's Wait, what are they going to even have one anymore? Did you see the announcement they came out with? No, what they say? They've said that they're pretty much hanging up their hats. Oh, wow. I tweeted something out like, wow. what are the Ultras going to do? The, they all going to just be Orlando City fans? I think they already decided to like not support anymore. I thought they... they it they says, uh, from Atlanta Silverbacks, uh, the future of Atlanta Silverbacks. After 20 years, Atlanta Silverbacks FC have hung up uh, yeah, have hung up our professional boots to focus on providing the premier soccer facility and recreational adult leagues in the Atlanta area at Silverbacks Park and Silverbacks Indoor. So somebody mentioned that I guess that their PSL got bought and rebranded as the Atlanta Soccer, soccer Club. Club. Yeah, but um, yeah, it just seemed like an odd way to announce that when everybody kind of knew. So that, that they're not even doing the soccer club thing now. That's what I don't. I have no clue. Wow, no well. clue. Maybe it so, was yeah. maybe it was that logo they put out just killed the whole thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. already like put that away, way, way. Talking about people that just bought Photoshop. Yeah. yeah, I think it's good because I have friends who are who were Silverbacks fans who said like I'm not going to support United because this is my team and while I'm still alive, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to support them. But now if they're dead, people start jumping over to United. Now they'll yeah. be Orlando City fans. They were already. Right. Uh, you saw that, right? All the ultras that were like teaming up with the Orlando City supporters wow, groups yeah, down there with yeah. Ruckus and all that because they Ugh. hate Atlanta United and them coming in and taking the city. And uh, I'm not going to apologize for Arthur Blank. Nah, nah. All right. So, new show next week. New show on the network. Solid Four Stripes at Twitter on all platforms. Yep. Where can they find you at individually at on Twitter? At Larry Luke. Um, L-U-K, no E at the end. Cool. 
And at Iron Tooth Design on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. When's the new uh, scarf going up? Did you most um, WrestleMania. I'm just finishing some manufacturing stuff. That'll be going out. Probably pre-orders at the end of the week. And I've got a few scarves coming out with Soccer in the Streets, which are going to be a lot of fun. Nice, man. Nice. Always a good cause. Yeah. I love those yeah. guys. Yeah, totally. Great organization. We got a lot of stuff planned for this season. Technical difficulties will always be included in it. Oh, yeah. uh, That's part of the package is what you sign up for. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys and gals, in the trap or on iTunes, however you found us. One of the things we didn't mention, we didn't get any new reviews on iTunes. Whatever you very disappointing. Whatever you post on iTunes, um, now more than ever, we need your support. Starting out a new season, if you haven't left that review or that rating, get your mama, your auntie, your daddy, your uncle, get their phones. Throw five stars up, leave a review, whatever it says, we'll read it out on the show. Get those voicemails in at 678-827-3297. Phone lines stay open 24-7. Petey the Fool. And, uh, Hashtag Petey the Fool. Hopefully we can get it up so people can call in live. That'll be awesome. Yeah. It'll be good. You can't find me on Twitter anymore. I, know, I deleted I it. I wasn't even going to give you the good graces. Nah. And and you can't find Dan anymore either because neither can we. I don't know. He's, he's completely <laughs> gone. Just completely gone. <laughs> I don't know. If you guys find him. Tell um, him we love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we miss him. But yeah, hopefully we can get some more uh, outreach this season, get you guys on the show. We got a couple of guests, at least one guest confirmed for next week. Yeah, our buddy Domer Donaldson from Terminus Legion is going to be coming and, and talking about good causes. They have a great cause that they're going to be doing down in the Gulch. Um, uh, March 10th. Uh, March 10th. Uh, Terminus Legion, he and Jason Wells, yep. who may or may not be coming next week too. So make sure right. you guys tune in. Among other things, Domer, the Smoke Master. Yeah, the meat, yeah, the, he is. Yeah, beard lights and all. He owes me a set, so he better have yeah. them. I and mean, then we'll do an after dark set. Better, better we'll just turn correct. the lights off. Long sleeve mafia as well. Yeah, man, bearded brethren. He's got. He goes by many names. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's like he has. I've he, just seen his name. <laughs> seen it on the internet. Yeah, and he has the premier flag waver in the in the supporter he section. He is he the is. man. The man teaches. Is there a specific another. flag he always waves? No, I think he's oh, just okay. the MVP. Dude, he's the tank oh. of a flag. Yeah, waver. he is. Lord. Man, I'll tell you, I did it one day and I wore my hip out. Way like, better than DeAndre. A, a hilt. Yeah. Have you ever uh, seen DeAndre try to DeAndre, wave that flag? DeAndre had like Tom Brady noodle arms in the, <laughs> in the supporter section. I'm just kidding, DeAndre. We love To be you. fair, he got the thickest flag up there. Yeah, it's You're true. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy to wave a flag in the middle of the crowd. It's easier at the railing. You need those three hands on it. Yeah. All the way down the hill. Fl- are we going to have flags in Kennesaw? We gonna oh, shit. I don't know. Shit, that's a good call. Yeah. Huh. That's something. There's no flags at the Super Bowl. We're very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you see them? They all had their cell phone lights out, but yeah. it looked so bad compared yeah. to ours. Yeah. Well, also for Kennesaw, like, let's get a tailgate going. Like, I yeah. definitely want to the same vibe, same game yeah. vibe. Oh, same yeah. Game. I'm sure there will be. Uh, I, I'm, I have no doubt about that. I know they did last year just for um, the Open Cup games that were up there. They had stuff. So I'm sure that they'll have stuff right. going on. Uh, Dirty Bird Person, a.k.a. Uh, ATL Chris, saying local TV showed the GCC Marta Station. What is it? Oh, Georgia Congress Center Marta mm-hmm. Station last night after the game. Looked empty compared to what I had to wade through after MLS Cup. I swear the Super Bowl crowd must be privileged AF. Limos yeah. and Ubers. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you can afford a $5,000 ticket, you're yeah. not really like. I think I saw a couple people just flew a helicopter down inside. (laughs) That's really why it opens up. Also, also a lot of people that came in town for the game just stayed in hotels downtown. Yeah, just like walking distance. Yeah, fair game. Good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, You find home before dark. 
at home before dark that's before spelled being the number four um yeah i don't really have anything else like i said we got a lot of stuff coming up this season a lot of fun stuff glad to have some new content on the network be sure to keep in touch with jay and kelly at unreal and on their individual pages to get updates on what they're doing and where they're headed uh dan james again if you find him tell him we love him and we miss him and maybe you'll see him back next week until then we we didn't even mention another signing but we'll talk about him next time dion Pereira, who we signed from uh watford did we even talk about did we talk about anderson last time we were on here too as you do yeah yeah we talked about him after he got drafted we did okay. yeah that's right all anyway, right do your thing playboy anyway however you found us we love the hell out of you guys we'll see you next week as always be home before dark Now seven days we crawl up to the ground Now seven sins we wear just like a crown Angels will cry and angels will moan When will they leave us alone? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.